Welcome to Date Minds Think Alike. I want to start this off by saying I appreciate you guys for listening. I know you guys don't have to. There are tons of podcasts out there, but I am glad that you guys choose to some for some reason to choose this one. Um, I will also say I did record a podcast episode and halfway through it did stop and I kind of lost the rest of the episode so I am going to re-record this but because I did record it previously I can kind of control my rambling a lot more hopefully rein it in my goal is to actually make these very short so my goal is to start just doing 10 minute podcasts I feel like that would help it be a lot more digestible and need to push out a lot more um maybe I can start making maybe daily ones versus just you know as as is um but I'm gonna start off a little bit smaller maybe a couple times a week um kind of go from there so let's get into it This one is going to be just a life update uh, as far as uh, bariatric surgery goes. A quick summary for those who maybe are not familiar with my journey, but I am on a weight loss journey to get gastric bypass surgery. I have been on this journey since January of this year, 2022, and I have some good news. I actually, after six months, I finally got the last approval I needed. I needed uh, three a psychiatrist, nutritionist, and nurse practitioner. Um, I finally got the nurse practitioner's approval, I think on Friday so of, the, of last week. So she's my last one, checkmate, um, tic-tac-toe. So very, very exciting. Um, you're probably asking, well, what's next? So... On my visit on Friday, she, you know, said, hey, I think we're good. You did all your testing. You did, um, you know, everything we needed. You got all the paperwork you needed. The only thing we need to do now is on Thursday. So this upcoming Thursday, four days away, um, they are going to go ahead and um, get together. So my surgeon my nutritionist, my psychiatrist, and my nurse practitioner on Thursdays. They always have a sit down where they all talk to each other and they basically all discuss patients and what they think about them and if they should get surgery and if their insurance covers it, things like that. Um, If they all determine that, you know what, this person is good to go, then they'll look at insurance and everything like that. And the surgeon will schedule a meetup with you to kind of go over last minute things like, hey, what surgery option are you really considering now that we're getting close to it? Okay, how does this look like with insurance? Uh, Now that we have all your tests ran from six months, uh, you know, is there anything else I need? Or should we run more tests real quick? And now that we have these tests, like maybe this is a different procedure that might be a little bit better for you. Um, things like that in general. So um, hopefully by Thursday I get some type of feedback, but if not, maybe Friday, maybe next week. Um, so once I meet with the surgeon, which I don't know when that would be, it definitely wouldn't be Thursday, it would have to be like something they would schedule 
after that, um, she will give me a date and that will be my surgery date. Now, my nurse practitioner did say it's a pretty quick process um, once she gave, gave, you know, gives her approval. So I'm really nervous. I don't know what that means. Honestly, it does feel a little bit surreal, but it's going to feel even more surreal once I am in the surgery room. Um, I wasn't nervous at all when I got my um, endoscopy, which was, you know, the camera down your throat. Um, I didn't feel nervous at all. They didn't give me any medicine, but apparently when you go into gastric bypass, people get very anxious and nervous and they actually give you, there's this medication they give you that like, oh, I think it's like Prozac or something. They give you like the good stuff and it basically makes you super relaxed and calm and I think they give everyone that. I don't think it's like an option not to take it, so, um, but again, like really exciting news, so um, I'm really nervous, but I'm not going to think about it until I get my official, you know, feedback from the Thursday meeting that they're having this week on what they think about me. Um, she did also say that there is an experimental drug. I don't know. I don't even know. Maybe not experimental because she was trying to talk about a different one, but eventually she settled on one that she has seen people on for a while. And, you know, it's, it's like, I guess, common for them to want you, obviously, to lose a lot more weight before surgery because the less you weigh, the less risks there are. So, she said she wants me to take this shot. And it's kind of the same way diabetics, you know, put, like, shots um, on, on their tummy or women that are trying to take... Um, hormones and stuff like that for pregnancy they like give themselves a shot on their their abdomen it's kind of like that but this one is uh supposed to be a weight loss one that you do just once a week and um you give yourself a shot and it's supposed to make you um lose a lot more weight it's supposed to not have that much side effects i think the worst side effect that's also common is nausea and she said another one um, was only if you already had, I think it was like pancreatic cancer, that it could affect you. But I, I don't have a history of that. And I obviously have been tested a thousand times for everything at this point. So she said that shouldn't be an issue. So I will start going on that, which makes me a little bit nervous um, because of the shot part. I'm fine with people giving me shots, but I'm a little bit uncomfortable doing that by myself at home. Because I know that when you are breaking your skin and putting an injection in there, you know, what if I catch an air bubble? What if, you know, I'm just trying to be extra safe, you know, when you do that, it does leave room for not good things to possibly happen. So I just need to be really trained on it. If my sister, she's trained in the healthcare field, was doing it, I would be totally fine. But I'm here by myself. So, um... So, uh, she wants me to do that for as long as I can up, you know, until surgery. Um, but she said they've had great results, so I'm going to start that up. And everything else is looking good. Actually, last week I got a big promotion at work. And I actually start this, I guess, technically tomorrow. So, um, it's the same job, but I'm just like in a higher role in that job. So, it's really nice. 
um, with more pay. So that's great. So this week, obviously, overall, has definitely been good news. And I would love to have a little bit more good news. So hopefully Thursday comes back with some good results. Um, I have done so many testing that, like, so many tests that I never thought that I would do. (laughs) Um, You know, uh, it's really scary because when you start doing tests, like, that you never really considered, um, like, your heart, it just, it scares you, right? Because someone's looking at all your vital organs and they're telling you why they're looking at it, which is obviously usually not for a good reason, right? They're not going to look at it to make sure that you're healthy. They're looking at it to see, are you unhealthy? Do you have an enlarged heart? Do you have an artery or, you know, something that's obstructed? Do you have blood clots? You, all of this, uh, how good is your heartbeat? Is your heart strong or not? And, you know, they don't look for perfection. They look for weaknesses so that they know what they're working with, right? And obviously, if you have anything that they find, you become a high-risk candidate because those things are very vital. Will that give out during surgery, right? So it was really nerve-wracking because at the end of every test, they would tell you, and we're looking for cancer. Literally the end of every test, I have had my heart looked at. And this is stuff that they do with everyone. It's not just because I they think I have an issue. I don't have a history of heart issues. But they they'd always do they always do check your heart. So like they checked my heart, they checked my lungs, they checked my brain uh, for migraines um, a, a year ago, <laughs> not for bariatric surgery. They've checked my abdomen um, completely because of the cyst. So I had like a scan of that. Nothing came back. Um, they've checked. <laughs> Um, my, uh, uterus, I've had, um, I had to have a scan of my ovaries to see if I had PCOS because they were looking for cysts, no cysts there at all. Um, very, uh, healthy looking uterus and eggs and everything like that. So all of that was fine. My uterine lining was thin, so that's good. That means a thinner... When you have a thick uterine lining, it gives you a higher probability of having uterine cancer. Um, So that's why it's important to have your periods. It's important to, you know, if you don't have periods, to get some type of birth control to thin out your lining. And my lining was thin, which is good. Um, Even though I have irregular periods, they checked everything on me. I mean they even did a biopsy so I had a you know the gynecologist they did a biopsy down there because I had irregular cells and of course at the end of that they said well the worst thing that could happen is cancer um after all of that everything came back normal um in the endoscopy they had to do a biopsy of a couple of um I don't know what she called it, but I guess I had a couple bumps inside my stomach. And they they took them and they did biopsies of those and they came back normal. But just in case, because everything came back normal, they wanted me to do something called a fecal test. And I really didn't want to do that. And they said, oh, by the end of that, you know, we just try to make sure you don't have cancer. There's a, there's a, a 10% chance you could have cancer. Uh, that's, that, you know, just in case, you know, let's just do this. Um, 
because you know anyone could have cancer so i've (laughs) all these tests and um i'm fine and so it's just nice to be on the other side i guess not even not on the other side it's more like trying all this time to get into this big house party and now you're finally at the front of the line and it's like you re-energized because you've been in this line for so long and I know six months to some people might sound really quick but it's just like I said being in this line for so long it gets exhausting you know when you're halfway into the line you're like you know let me just go back you know if I go back I'm like let me just quit now then you start getting closer and closer to the front and you're like I'm never gonna get in this party like I don't even know I wish I was the person at the front and now you're towards the front and you're like you know what? Like, this wasn't that out of a weight. <laughs> so, that is how I feel. And I'm just... I will keep you guys up to date on if anything happens. Um, if I get news or anything like that. I have so many people asking me about the date of my surgery. Um, I've told everyone at work about my surgery. There's only one person I didn't tell. And it was someone that I... I don't know. I just... Weight loss surgery is extremely controversial, controversial, and there's a lot of people that they, they'll say things like, why don't you just work out? Like, why don't you just do X, Y, Z? You know, weight loss surgery is the easy way out, and it's easy for you to say that, but when you're on a cusp of potentially having all these health issues... Or, you know, you're starting to have some health issues and the only way to get rid of it is to quickly lose weight because you don't have, you know, two or three years to lose all the weight you need to get to where you need to be. If you're not in that situation, it's really hard to talk. Or if you've never been larger, it's really hard to talk. Like, and unless you're in that situation and you're lucky enough to try to potentially solve it, I think that sometimes it's better just to kind of sit back and congratulate people and not to ask too many questions. And that is kind of one of those things. It's the same way as when someone, you know, wants to go through IVF instead of just adopting. Like, adopting is amazing. Adopting is great. There's tons of people that exclusively adopt. But there are also people that want to have IVF and it's not your place to say, well, why don't you just adopt instead of IVF? You know, people have reasons for why they do things and it's not your place to question them on their life choices. And instead of saying, well, look at all these blah blahs, you should just congratulate people on their success and then being happy and making their goals and um he's amazing the guy at my job i love him i think he's my favorite person but i just don't i fear the judgment that i could get from him and i don't want him to think anything of me that's maybe less than what he thinks now because he thinks i'm amazing so that's a different story for another time but just wanted to give you guys some of those updates some life updates i am going to be moving next month as well so that might be a little bit more hectic But I do have some content I really want to start rolling out. I am going to try to actually start a YouTube channel. 
It's not going to be anything related to this. It's actually going to be more like unboxings, makeup, stuff like that. Strictly unboxings in general. But unboxings, the actual stuff I'm unboxing will be different. Um, lifestyle, beauty, fun, tons of stuff like that. But I'm not going to start that until I move into my new apartment. But I already have a name and all of that. So I will give that to you guys once it's successfully done. But I'm very excited. So that is it for my life updates. And this is it for Date Minds Think Alike.